I was, re- I was rearing to go, but hey, we're here. And uh, so what do we have? We, we Actually, we have a are lot. Are we starting? Or is this I, the show? I, I mean, I think so, right? Yeah, what, are we, yeah. what are we waiting for? Let's, I know. Let, yeah, let's just jump into let, it. Whatever. Let's record as we discuss what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> We've got... Uh, episode for Mandalorian season three episodes was it three through six? Yeah, three through six. And or then, s- yeah, then I mean serendipitous, buddy. We're, we're we got tons of announcements in the Star Wars universe, which we got to talk about. I'm dying to talk about all this stuff. Uh, you know what we both think. You know our our takes on these uh, these three movies that are locked in. We got an Ahsoka trailer. We got a little little bit more information on the Acolyte, which I, I still can't quite wrap my head around what exactly what that show is. Uh, but we'll talk about all of that. Uh, and then uh, and then I saw a movie today that we are probably going to uh, segment out into a separate episode because a uh, little backstage information. We are members of the Central. What is it again? <laughs> you, you can never, <laughs> can never get, get it right. <laughs> the Critics Association of Central Florida. Yes, and we love. Uh, well, we kind of talked our way into this organization. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, to keep our status, we have fake uh, it till you make it. We have what we're, we're, <laughs> well, we've made it now. But in order mm. to maintain our status, we have to have a certain number of new releases. Which, um, as everyone, while well, I'm just like flying right now. No, I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> he did. A, he did a couple lines before this. I believe. <laughs> yeah, okay, we had that cocaine. I'm not on cocaine. <laughs> yes, he's like, let me clear that up. Let me clear that. I'm just excited to talk about Star Wars. But if anyone yeah. has noticed, um, we had a little hiatus. We're back here running, and um, if we are focused on more. You know, recent stuff. This is kind of the reason why uh, for us to, as critics, we kind of have to be doing reviews of stuff that that comes out. You know, that new releases, stuff like that. Uh, and mm-hmm. certainly, we're seeing everything anyway. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we're yeah. Uh, well, and it's we just love doing this. I mean, just chatting and about topics we like, and we did it for a while where we you know talked about older movies analyzed things like that then we switched over to interviewing celebrities and then you know that got tiresome you know having to uh, <laughs> schedule them and all that i mean i still want to do that and i'm gonna yeah. continue but now it's it's fun to get back to this for a little bit you know it's just it's 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 cool to yeah just again i love doing this it's just it's you gotta you gotta change it up a little but yeah also to keep our status in that uh, critics association (laughs) full disclosure here (laughs) yeah we we need our free movies you know we we gotta (laughs) gotta have them it is nice uh and just to be a part of an organization and be it's it's an honor for us and we we want to we want to stay up with that um and absolutely also we're not giving up on reviewing old classic movies why no. you know many, many people are here so that's yeah. by no means done um also ben you and i've been talking behind the scenes you used to do a lot of focus on um sort of the the business of hollywood yeah um, yeah uh, the box office box stuff. office stuff yeah. so we want to start mixing in some of that i don't know if you had that planned for this show or if you want to save that for i another. mean not yeah we can um i mean yeah if, if it uh happens it happens i mean i don't have anything planned but yeah i mean i kind of just wanted to yeah talk about what's coming up this summer and just how i think the box office is gonna be affected just because yeah the whole oppenheimer being released like right after uh mission impossible and oppenheimer and oppenheimer i don't know Uh, op op okay i'm I'm gonna keep saying oppenheimer because i'm gonna (laughs) psych myself out so well that's the thing i mean we are now we're in full swing now and a lot of these projects that were kind of i mean there's a a absolute shit ton that is coming out this year yeah Uh, i mean just you know looking ahead we've got guardians we've got um 
there's that Mission uh, Impossible. Yeah, Mission uh, Indiana, so Indiana Jones, which did, yeah, the even the Barbie movie, which you know seems silly, <laughs> but it is you know big names, uh, and yeah, it seems like it's going to be uh, again. I think that's uh, Oppenheimer's going to have its. Uh, uh, it's it's not only going to be Mission Impossible the week before; it's also going to be Barbie. Like, <laughs> yeah. so I think it's weird that the studio is releasing it when it uh, is. I think that's a very bad business choice. I know there's going to be film lovers like us who are you know loyal to Christopher Nolan and all that. Uh, but uh, when you're talking just casual moviegoers uh, who don't necessarily go to movies a lot, they're going to see the Mission Impossible. They're going to see, you know, you know, similar to like Top Gun or, you know, the uh, even the Fast and the Furious movies, even though, oh, like, I you think, know, you know, yeah. I, I sat through that trailer. I don't I've never seen a Fast and the Furious movie. You'll you'd have to pay me to go see yeah. one. But they do have broad appeal. Right, uh, and yeah. they make a lot of money. And you know, and here's another version of that movie, that new Transformers movie. I kind of want to see it. Have you seen the trailer? <laughs> I have seen the trailer. Yeah, I'm kind that, of interested in it. it I'm kind of in the uh, boat with uh, Fast and the Furious. I've never, I've seen the first Transformers, and I've seen the first Fast and the Furious. I actually, I think I saw the second Fast and the Furious as well with Ludacris. Too fast, too furious. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I've only seen the first Transformers. We're called blockbuster mentality, and yeah, there's so many of these huge movies that I, in franchises that I've never even touched, just because. Just, so just I don't know. Seem, they seem but stupid. But. I love the Mission Impossible series. I love, you know, obviously, you know, Indiana Jones when that comes out. But uh, and I loved like uh, Planet of the Apes. I see is there's they're making a yeah. new one with that. Like I, anything for Planet that, of the yeah. Apes. Like just feed it to me. But I do agree. I think this could be kind of make or break for Christopher Nolan um, in terms of getting the finance. He's just kind of been able to write any check he's wanted over the, basically you know all the <laughs> since. Really since inception, I think. Yeah. And it's, again, he's, he can basically make what he wants. He's proved himself in Hollywood, but still, uh, it, like he's not a Tarantino cause Tarantino, he's like an event guy. Like he, when he, his movies come out, it's like an event because he makes so few where they don't cost a lot. Right, exactly. And yeah, we were talking about that a couple yeah. days ago. Yeah, the, the, his budget, like I said, I think Django, maybe I said, was the only movie that cost $100 million, uh for him. Like, which, you know, in terms of Hollywood is not, you know, that crazy. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's... Yeah, he, he's becoming where studios, I think, might be scared to, you know, touch him. Like, I mean, obviously it's great for the... If he was able to have a smaller budget and all that, like it would be great for like award season type of thing. But I don't know why they keep pushing his movies, you know, in in the summer with all these other huge movies that I think people are going to be more excited about than the scientist who made the, you know, uh, atomic bomb, which to me is a cool subject. But it's going to be a great movie. No, I yeah, I'm excited for it, though. Yeah, he he doesn't. Yeah, he's he's in a weird spot. He's in a weird. In many ways, he found, and I think the reason why people love Nolan so much is just like I mentioned on the last episode, which is Dunkirk. He found, he he was able to thread the needle to, to making something technically awesome, great for the critics, and also sell a lot of tickets. Yeah. Um, but after Tenet, you're just 
<laughs> yeah. It's ba- bad. bad. <laughs> right. So bad. Well, because, I mean, yeah, Dunkirk, like, yeah, they got awards and everything. Like, was that a box office, like, hit? Like, I for- Yeah, I think uh, uh, somewhere about five... 150 million for okay yeah so that was not a, a gigantic budget so yeah it really was i mean yeah and, and you don't even think of that movie as selling a lot of tickets but it did they just a lot of love i think i'm sure i'm sure interstellar did well of course we know all you know the dark knight trilogy right and um inception was really the, the massive one i think in terms of blowing everyone's socks off yeah um, exactly but we don't and everyone kind of glommed on to nolan because like yeah well, he's He's like a he's like a popular, more popular Kubrick or you know something oh. along those lines. And it's weird because he had he had a he has a superhero trilogy. Like <laughs> that's what's crazy about him is he's like such a you know fantastic filmmaker and a great mind and all that. And he's come out you know with like the mementos and the you know and the Inceptions and stuff like that. But you forget like he's a comic book movie guy like (laughs) that's a huge part of his thing but yeah too bad we yeah you almost forget about it because that was that was a dc thing and then right now we're in this marvel thing where it's like those movies almost they feel like almost like ancient history as amazing as they they were right yeah yeah it's kind of forgotten in the conversation he's no longer with warner brothers now over the tenant thing because they put it on HBO Max or something, and he had a falling out with them. So I don't even know what studios doing. Well, yeah, I mean that's the thing about studio. Yeah, the, like I said, like I don't. I wonder if yeah, studios are kind of you know, especially if Oppenheimer doesn't do well. Like I can see where it's like starting to get a little nervous with him. Like eh, I, I can I... see it not. I can see it just doing okay. But yeah, considering or all just... the other stuff that's out there, and you know, we don't. I hate to say this, but we just don't put out smart movies like that anymore we need to maybe we need to get the audience back into into raising their expectations which will you know expecting these kinds of films now we get a lot of just you know it's written to like a young adult level so many movies we see yeah 100 percent um well it's weird because i it seems like he has way more movies come out but i'm looking here i think he, it looks like one two three four five six Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. He's had twelve movies. Uh, he is a total of yeah, twelve theatrically released movies that he's directed, and Tarantino is nine. So it's not like he's that far off. I don't know. It just feels like you hear Christopher Nolan more, like a movie of his is coming out. Yeah. Um, but well, I, yeah. mean, I mentioned Kubrick. I think he had nine or ten total. Yeah, and he, yeah. he made films over like 30, 40 years, and that's all. It's like yeah. What a what a sad thing for all of us. <laughs> he didn't he didn't make like fifteen, you know. It's sad, but at the same time, yeah. I mean, it's it's you got like this little you know this collection that you can yeah. just cherish. You know, it didn't he didn't overstay his welcome. You know, you wanted more. You want more, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But by anyway, way, oh, okay. Yeah, no, yeah. By the way, just a la- real quick thing. Every time I see this flat, the trailer for the Flash movie. I just, I want it so bad. Oh, so you're I, excited for that one. Oh, I think the movie looks I mean, freaking fan. I've seen the trailer. I think it was a Super Bowl. Every time I see it, I mean, I've been seeing a number of, uh, a few movies over the last few weeks. And it's just, it seems to be in, in the slate every time. Yeah. I'm so excited for that movie. It looks amazing to me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, the, even just the Michael Keaton stuff alone, I'm just like excited for, even though like I'm, <laughs> I've always, you know, been yeah, kind of critical of the whole nostalgia thing, like uh, blah blah blah. But I don't know for some reason when he, you know, 
There's no denying he was, yeah. he, he was iconic in that role. I mean, the stuff around the films, and of course, you know, in 1989, it's a little overrated, but people love Keaton as Batman. That's yeah. I mean, that, that goes across generations, and he, he is good in the role. Yeah, no, I agree. And yeah, so yeah, I'm definitely ex- excited for that too. But uh, yeah, I... We'll see. We'll see how things go. But yeah, I mean, yeah, again, yeah, box office will be interesting this summer. But uh, but yeah, as you said, um, Star Wars celebration. Let's, uh, let's w- hit one thing because we talk yeah. box office. Mario is I, I just saw this mm. is nearing 400 million. Yeah. <laughs> for the weekend. It's uh, animated kids movies, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Again, yeah. If if Nolan uh, was releasing a movie the weekend after Mario, he'd be screwed. Like, uh, like he would a hundred percent be dead. Uh, So, uh, yeah, yeah. I've always said that about yeah, just animated movies. When the next big kid movie comes out, that's that's going to be the box office thing. Like that's and especially when it's property like Mario. Everybody um, knows Mario exactly. So it's I I know talk about spanning generations. You know. parents know mario yes you know? <laughs> exactly they so saw it's me like playing it when i was a kid <laughs> right and yeah and you got such big names attached to it but even if there's not i mean there always is in animated movies now but still uh even if there's not you know it's a movie that the whole family can go see and it's yeah it's always gonna make no money. one's going to see mario for chris pratt and charlie day that's true too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 right. It's but... just go. It's like the it's a Baby Yoda effect, but Mario. Yeah, and and the movie looks like a video game kind of come to life. Yeah, know? it does. And yeah, uh, uh, I should have a review uh, this week for it. So, awesome. uh, last um, question: Is this going to be a trend? Video games, the video game adaptation yeah. to film. Is this going to be mean, the the new thing, or if, is it just Especially if it's successful, Nintendo. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if it's successful, sure. I mean, yeah, why not? If it ain't broke, don't fix it, type of thing. Like, I, yeah, because what was the like? I would love to see like a God of War movie, but that's that's no, Amazon <laughs> is developing that. It's oh, either a movie or a series. Oh, well, I, oh, I would like it as a series. They're doing, they're do, and they're doing uh, um, Henry Cavill. Wow, we've we've haven't even. I don't know how long this episode is going to be. Henry Cavill is developing a Warhammer series. I saw something about that. I yeah, think. yeah, and um, and we and of course HBO. We just had the Last of Us season one. Um, so I think this uh, this ground is uh, is ripe for yeah. Uh, well, because yeah. for the longest time it was super or not superhero uh, video game movies were like there was like no good ones. Like it was always like, uh, is this going to be the good video game movie? Like the old Mortal um, Kombat or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, looks like maybe Mario is going to be, I, there was one recently that what not long ago at all that I think was a good one, but well, you I, did I, an I, episode with the, wasn't it the resident evil raccoon city? Oh yeah, I did do, do that. that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the director um, didn't, he didn't seem to care about, no one seemed to care about that movie. I know. <laughs> I yeah, he like was a he, he was a really cool guy though. He, he was, was a cool nice. guy, yeah. but I think he, I think but, he yeah. knew what 
he kind of had a, an understanding of what it was that he did. I mean, he was, right. He was a guy for hire. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's yeah. like, eh, what are you going to do? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Johan, Johan Roberts. Yes, yeah. That's who it was. <laughs> I yeah, forgot his name. Na- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Check out that episode, folks. It, was, um, it actually wasn't really a good episode, but just, <laughs> the movie just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a, not a resident evil guy. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, interesting stuff, uh, coming along. Um, so Star Wars Celebration, speaking yeah, of things coming along. Yeah, do you want to kick off the announcements first, or do you want to get it? Yeah, you want to do that? In the, yeah, let's. In the, Ma- Ma- the Ma- Mandalorian. Mandalorian, <laughs> yep. The Mandalorian. We, uh, we are experts in Star Wars, so we're going to talk Mandalorian. No, Which, but yes. Yeah, by the so- way, uh, quick, I love to interject, but we're not, we know a lot, but we screw things up. <laughs> I, I had the question, I, cause I, as a good podcaster, I, I will, I will occasionally listen back to our episodes. <laughs> And I had a question, um, and it, I don't think it's entirely my fault because it does require some some internet research, which is the planet that was destroyed in the sequel trilogy. I go, was that Coruscant? And they're like, wait, was it? It's not. Okay. But, I- but they never really. It's just you assumed it was like the the because I think it was portrayed as the seat of government, or it seemed yeah. to be like destroying whatever no. was there. And my brain is clear now. I believe it was uh, like Hosnian Prime was like the new. Thing for the <laughs> yeah, Republic, that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that's that's, <laughs> that's what it was called. Yeah, Hosnian Prime was. But in the new... movie, you really wouldn't know what it was unless you went and looked. I don't think it was not like the no, yeah. where they show like planet and then like down below go Hosnian Prime, blow up. You're like, oh, that's what that's the one that was destroyed. Okay, well that's not perfect. That's all. Yes, exactly. Yes, we we're dumb, but we're smart. We're smart, but we're dumb. So we're usually we're close. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what's the what's the first announcement you want to talk about uh, from Star Wars Celebration? All right. Um. So all right. So let's let's say what they are. Yeah. We got three movies. Yeah. Uh, we've got a a. Uh, I, I just have an, an article here from Screen Rant. We've got Star Wars: New Jedi Order. This uh, is going to star Ray. Um, set 15 years after Rise of Skywalker is is directed by Charmin. I hope I get this right, uh, this name right. Obeid Shinoi, uh, written by Stephen Knight. I don't know who that is. What Daisy really reprising the role? It follows uh, uh, Ray rebuilding the Jedi Order, and I, I think that's as much information as we have. It looks like she had something to do with Miss Marvel. Yeah, um, she has a bunch of uh, uh, like it looks like a lot of indie credits directing. Okay. Yeah, and she did. She directed two episodes of Miss Marvel. Um, next up is our basically what we're called the Mandalorian movie, directed by yeah. Dave, Dave Filoni, which, is, from my understanding, is is going to uh, tie up all the threads. Which I think is of the Mandalorian, but I would also think Ahsoka is my guess. I don't know if that was yeah. specifically said. Uh, and Boba Fett. I think mm-hmm. all three of those series, and we don't know exactly how how long the Ahsoka series is going to go. Um, but I think that's going to, I think they're all leading up to that one movie. Does yeah. That, does that check with I'm, you as well? Yeah. That seems like that's the, yeah, that's the trend. Yeah. I believe so. <laughs> and then third up, we have uh, star Wars Dawn of the Jedi uh, written and directed by James Mangold going to tell the story of the very first Jedi set 25,000 years before whatever yeah yeah that <laughs> that again i i'm very happy they're uh, uh i mean we're, we're obviously going to talk about each of these ones you just announced um but yeah i'm glad they're 
getting away from things and going to something we haven't seen before. So and do you want to, you want, so which one do you want to get into the one, which one are you most excited about? Let's start there. Uh, I mean, uh, the, the Mangle James, one? yeah, the James Mangle one. I, I mean, that's, so let's start there. Yeah. Yeah. This Dawn is, of the right, Jedi. Now, yeah, go for it. From, and I think this will probably inform my opinions as we talk more through these things. What I like the most about this is you're putting this movie in the hands of a good director and writer. Yep. Number one. Uh, yep. that's that, that basically solves <laughs> two-thirds of whatever concern I have and confidence in the project. James Mangold is fantastic. And I, I hope, just quickly, you know, the the indie movie, I uh, this thing should – this thing better impress me. <laughs> it's kind of where I'm at. We'll see. Yeah. But, uh, now, Mangold, is, he did this movie – uh, or, or indie movie. He's doing the Star Wars movie. He's also writing, writing and directing a Swamp Thing movie for DC. Yeah, at the I, same time. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So he's he's, he's got a lot of. Did you have his filmography up? Because I know. Yeah, he, he's got some interesting credits. Um, yeah, his his last movie that came out was Ford vs Ferrari, which yeah. I I'm I not a car. Movie. Yeah, I'm not a car guy at all, so I wasn't I that, that excited movie. to see it. But I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah. But I mean, my uh, one of his that totally makes me excited for this movie is, uh, of course, Logan. Logan. Um, Pretend to Yuma, correct? Uh, three tenth of Yuma. He did. He did walk movie. the walk the line. Walk the line <laughs> with uh, Walking so Phoenix. You're talking across genres. Yeah, he's. That's what I'm saying. He has such an interesting uh, filmography. He he did Copland in '97. <laughs> he did. Blew it. You blew it. <laughs> you blew it. Girl interrupted. Yeah, girl Kate girl. and Leopold. Um, Which is yeah, a good th- movie. Uh, what else? Uh, uh, he did the Wolverine before Logan. Um, but yeah, it was, eh. but (laughs) we'll, we'll give him a pass on that. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I mean this one, yeah, I'm certainly excited for just because of him alone, but also the subject it's on. I mean, again, the, uh, what is it? What is it called again? Rise. Uh, the uh, Dawn of the Jedi. <laughs> Dawn of the Jedi. Yeah. So it's I mean, kind of the movie. A lot of us. Well, a lot of the people were saying Knights of the Old Republic. We didn't quite get that, but we're now we're removed. Yeah. From this the Skywalker thing, which I, I, we'll talk about that in a minute. But there's now just it, it, it's it's a it's a it's a clear field for you to play in exactly right in your creativity and i feel like uh, i'll just say this i feel like the 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 weight of the of the the previous six and now nine movies are really that they continue to just put you in this weird box of possibilities right and now i feel like hopefully he's a writer director hopefully they give him the freedom to do what he wants and and to accomplish his vision i think this could this could be the movie that that could be great yeah because i mean yeah you think about it yeah just thousands of years before that like so many things can happen thousands of years so many stories so many you know different families different yeah exactly so it's like you don't have to uh, other than the rules of the force and things like that like you don't have to abide by the rules that are set in this what we know as star wars the skywalker saga so yeah, it's it's, it's going to be exciting to yeah to see what he has in store and what yeah you know, sort of him play kind of in the sandbox yeah i think it's great um this the, i will say this is the best thing this is the best announcement by a mile I yeah think. definitely <laughs> 
the only thing, I mean, I, I should probably just bring this up after, but I'm going to bring it up now uh, after we talk about all of them. But like I said to you, like, oh, great movies that are announced that will just be canceled anyway, because I think this that is, is the trend. <laughs> I think it's different. I mean, I, what's, I think, what's different, though? I think they I think this is a message heard. It's it's so much to the point where we're, everyone's mentioning it. I think these movies are locked in. I agree yeah. I, mean, I think everything else, the Ryan Johnson thing is dead. I think everything that they've announced otherwise is done. There was even something about the Kevin Feige thing where it was like, oh, well, it was not official. I think everything we've heard up to these three are done, and I think these three are going to be made. I really do. I mean, I, I obviously hope, you, hope you're right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I would... I would assume, I mean, I, I wouldn't even assume so, but I, yeah, again, I would, <laughs> I would hope so because, you know, it's, I don't know. It's hard to, hard, so you're just not confident, hard to we, say. Yeah. I'm not confident. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's like, yeah, tell, tell as old as time. Like it's just ever since these whole things came out, like they had to finish the trilogy, the sequel trilogy. So they were like, all right, just bring in JJ and just finish it. But like even solo had problems, even rogue one, which is probably one of the, you know, one of, if not the best thing Disney has done had problems. Like they had issues with that whole thing, you know, where they, I didn't I, realize they had brought in Tony Gilroy who yeah. ran the end. I didn't realize they had brought him in to, yeah. To- Mop up row one, which is which has ended up being a good thing. Uh huh. Exactly. So it's like there's still, been nothing but issues with everything. <laughs> Even the yeah, because Colin Trevorrow was supposed to do Rise of Skywalker, um, and then and that you know, script at use. Did we go over this? It was called the Duel of the Fate script. That, yeah, that's yeah. A very good which script. Dan Dan Franco did like a reading of with the, his actor buddies. Yeah, and then they axed to that, and then gave us one of the worst. Really, one of the worst movies. Yeah, <laughs> to yeah. come out in a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's um, or what the know. expectations I, were. I, I mean, it should tell you. I, I've that's uh, I, I've I've revisited Solo. I I have not revisited Rise of Skywalker, and I, I have didn't zero interest. Uh, yeah, I I I and I gave it a favorable review, probably just because I wanted to like it so much. But I, I was yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, all, so even high. solo, I was hard. You know, I gave pretty a negative review, I think, for that, and even that, I revisited just to kind of see, like, eh, was I a little hard on this? Yeah, but yeah, Rise so of Skywalker. What, but what, anyway, what is your, I haven't I haven't gone back to solo. Has it improved in your? Eh, no, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I I watched it. You know, when it first came out on digital or whatever, when it first came out, you know, after it was in the theaters, so it's been a while since I revisited it. But um, yeah, nah, you know, it was still cringy. For all my anger at the Last Jedi, that's one I think there are there are things you can take from that movie that do improve over time. There's there, there's there's rage inducing problems with that film, but yeah, <laughs> there are also some 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 good stuff there that I think does get better. It, yeah, Rise of Skywalker, it just just. Kill it! I yeah. I, I, will, I will probably never watch that movie again. <laughs> so some of the things with uh, Last Jedi, like I yeah, I'm so glad he did, and you know, I was just I love the balls on some of the things he did, but yeah, a lot of it was just like too like what what are you doing? Like this makes no sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah. So, I, for one thing, I can this uh, Dawn of the Jedi is actually a book. Um, so I don't know the extent they're going to be drawing from this yeah. material, which is actually really encouraging because it seemed like 
Uh, for a while, Star Wars was not really dealing with any of the previous source material, um, which I'm not all that familiar with, but I know a lot of people are, and they're like, "These are good stories. You're making right. these bad movies, and there are these good stories." Well, you, you know, they've been they've been taking things from like the old books, you know, because they were never Lucasfilm approved or anything. Like it was always just you know kind of third party type stuff. Right. Um. But you know, they've they've taken stuff from it you know they thrawn you know just the I, I say i say uh it with that emphasis thrawn like i was gonna say something else too but that was the only one uh That's I, was the only I, could say. Think <laughs> yeah, I know but no they have done other things i know okay. from old books and things like that like but um but they could have been directly adapting from these things before right say yeah. made the, the sequel trilogy exactly uh, um but and so just last thing this is a dawn of the jedi is a book and I believe this Jedi is a this person is a female. <laughs> this Jedi's <laughs> whoever this Jedi it, this whoever that is. So there's like a Twi'lek, and that's all I can. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying the author, whoever this Jedi is. Um, no, it's just uh, in terms yeah. of who the, who this character main character yeah. might be for the movies. I think it will be a female, um, but I'm not entirely sure. Or okay. even if they're going to be adapting it based off this book, I have no idea. So that's all I got on that. Yeah, I'm very excited. That, James Mangold, you, would, you this is how you should be doing it. This is just like the way we haven't really talked about DC a lot, but they've got James Gunn in charge, who is a writer-director. He's going to be writing and directing the first Superman movie. I couldn't be more excited because at least I know someone who makes quality films is is they're not just handing it off to someone else. It's not a it's not a corporate decision. You're putting it in the hands of a, of a writer and a director. So this is why I love this choice for Mangold. Real quick, you can just tell me. And I don't want to talk about that, but real quick, what was the deal with Blue Beetle? You like tweeted something back to James Gunn about watching Blue Beetle. Oh, there was in the trailer, which the trailer looked otherwise looked good. Uh, but there's a there's a comment from, I think it's the George Lopez character during the trailer. Uh, it's the Blue, the Blue Beetle character played by um, uh, the kid from Cobra Kai. Anyways, he said like, yeah, this is like Batman stuff, and then off in the distance, George Lopez goes. Batman's a fascist. <laughs> and that did, what, that rub you, rub you the wrong way? Well, it rubs it, 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 it. To put that line in a trailer rubs me the wrong way because, first of all, well, for many reasons. Got <laughs> you going on a tangent this is, now. This is, yeah, you asked me. This is probably, I'm assuming this is some sort of a funny moment in the film and there's something to that character that well, him making that comment probably makes him look stupid. This is probably, probably my guess and I'm being charitable. But in a trailer, you don't have that context that right. you have while watching the film and what the script's doing. And so all I'm getting in a trailer is a DC movie having a protagonist connected character call what I, what is basically their cash cow character, which is Batman because God knows they've made 5 million Batman movies over <laughs> the last 30 years, a fascist. Why would you put that? Even if you're going to keep it in the movie, fine, because there's probably a good context. I'll, I'm being charitable. Yeah. Why you would put that into your trailer is the height of stupidity for me. Yeah. Yeah, that is a weird line to put in there. But yeah, I was I was confused because I hadn't watched the trailer yet, so I was like, "What the trailer's is he talking actually about?" Yeah, yeah. For yeah, a character I mean, I, that yeah. most people don't know, that it looks, it, you know, we're kind of it's almost like the Shazam thing. It's like, do I really? And our audiences, I think, are are uh, actually James. I'm like all over the place, but James Gunn. There was a quote there that I retweeted on my feed. You can find it. He's James Gunn's amazing. I love James Gunn. He said something like, "Yeah, superhero fatigue is real." This is what he said. Yeah. 
And he's like, you know why? Because we're putting out essentially what he's saying is if we're not making interesting films, then people are going to get tired of it. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why. And he's the one that came out with Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, he's the one that made that. And that's one no one knew, you know, what that was. You know, people obviously knew of Iron Man and Hulk and Thor and all that. But it's kind of lit. uh, What kind gets sort of forgotten is that Guardians of the Galaxy do a lot of the heavy lifting of making what became the Infinity, the Thanos stuff, the cosmic stuff. Yeah, the, the believability that this guy is going to come down and destroy the universe, um, making it f- seem plausible. Yeah, definitely. So uh, back to Star Wars. <laughs> so much in this, we're talking all over I the know. place. <laughs> uh, the Dave Filoni stuff, I'm excited for just because I trust Dave Filoni. Um, you know, I, I, I he has a passion for Star Wars. He, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily care for him revisiting you know going into mandalorian and that kind of finishing as a movie if that is the case it's the i'm not crazy about it yeah yeah i mean that 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 makes sense uh so but i i am excited for it because i uh, again i trust him and i think again he knows star wars he knows what the fans want but he also loves star wars so that's why i feel like i i trust him i'm yeah i I hear all that. I'm a little. I think I'm. Uh, no. I hear with my ears. Um. I, I get. I know. I, I agree with everything you said. I think I'm a little less less confident. Um. It is uh, well. <laughs> bottom line, he loved. We know he loves Star Wars. Right. We know he cares about these characters, and, and a lot of the times we get um, shows and movies created by people who are really there. Because they've been able to talk their way into a job, um, we know Filoni. He doesn't seem like that guy. I mean, he's an absolute nerd. I mean, he wear, he's a guy who wears a cowboy hat. Why? <laughs> I know you're a dweeb because you wear the hat. <laughs> That's how I know. Spotted him. Spotted him. <laughs> and he's been doing this stuff for decades. He is an absolute Star Wars nerd. Um, yeah, and he's been writing. Um, all this stuff and been involved. Of course, we know the Clone Wars. Um, however, he's never directed a feature film before. Yeah. So this is can go either way, which is uh, I, it's hard to say he's not qualified to do it, but it is it's a little risky. Uh, and then maybe this is his re- reward um, for kind of putting in the time and building this kind of this this little pocket of time period. Um, you know, between the the two trilogies that he's been exploiting so much for the Clone Wars, of course, Ahsoka. So we know Ahsoka is going to be in this movie. If he did Star Wars Clone, Rebels too. Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, Rebels. Yeah, we know Ahsoka is going to be. If it was up to him, Ahsoka would be in everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he lo- loves so, Ahsoka. We um, this we know. So in terms of his directorial skills, remains to be seen. I suspect John Favreau is going to be involved in this as well. Um, as yeah, I mean, like yeah, that. I would, I would assume they're, they're, they seem to be buddies now, so yeah, probably. But yeah, well, it, it'll, it'll be interesting, uh, regardless. I think it well, makes sense to tie these stories up into a film. I think the audience will, the general audience will know these characters, and so yeah, make it into a movie. I don't know how much, you know, how consequential it's going to be. What it's going to, what the circum, it doesn't matter. Maybe, maybe this is just you know a Grogu Mandalorian thingy. Yeah. And, all right. Yeah. 
I, I think Filoni's earned it. I'm not. I, I don't think this. I don't think that means this is. I'm not excited about it. Right. You put this on well, Disney Plus to me. I do yeah. <laughs> no, I was gonna say. I think that's a good. Um. Uh, let, let's talk more about that when we get to Mandalorian, because I think. Uh, uh, like I have some you got thoughts. More on that? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Let's let's. So real quick with the Ray movie. <laughs> I know it's, you're it's you're excited gonna, for this one, right? Not gonna be real quick. Well, we can, <laughs> you can cut me off. I think no, this sorry. is. I think this is a terrible choice. Yeah, <laughs> I just, not. I, I got. I, got I mean, nothing. well, first of all, before you go on, I I haven't been as hard on Ray as you yeah. have, you know, calling her Mary Sue. Uh, I, but I I do agree with you. I I think it. First of all, they shouldn't be continuing, essentially, the Skywalker saga. Like done. Let's stop. Like enough. But yeah, uh, I. I, I do agree with you, but yeah, l- l- get into why, <laughs> I don't why was, more. Look, the sequel trilogy was was a failure uh, on, a, on a whole. Now, The Force Awakens was a a massive, massive hit. Every movie following that did worse and worse and left really just just bad. <laughs> just yeah. Bad. And, and, and here's the thing. Ray is not popular. It's not my yeah, opinion. Yeah. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. not my opinion. I don't like Ray. Okay, fine. She is not popular. I, I, in fact, I did some research on this. I will go. I will go quickly. I, I actually, I was curious. Is it my own bias? And I, I'm going to try to do this as fast as possible. I, I looked at actual polls. There's one from 2023. Ray is about number ten at two percent. People naming their favorite Star Wars character. This comes from. Uh, Statista, you can look this up. It's a 2020, 22, uh, 20, this is a 2017 survey. So after the massive hit first movie, it, I have real one. quick though, it, what, <laughs> were there any, were there any sequel trilogy characters above her? Uh, but I, no, she's number okay, one. Okay. I was just curious. Okay. But people like the thing they like. If people yeah. love the, if pe- people spend $2 billion on the first movie. If I loved Ray, I'd say, right. Right. Number one, number one was Yoda, Princess Leia, Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, R two D two, Chewie, Obi Wan, Darth Vader, Ray at two percent. Okay, here's another one. Uh, you you did, do you know the the website Ranker where you just basically yeah. press it up mm-hmm. and down? Okay. Yep. So this this comes from I just love that I did this. This comes, <laughs> this comes from last year. She's uh, let's see, she's not the in this one. The Mandalorian is number two. Uh, Han's number five. Ahsoka number six. As in so, Din Djarin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. They yeah. just call them, and this one they call them. Yeah. So it's not just that it's new. People are like, yeah. oh, I only like the old ones. Uh, Ahsoka's here at 7, Luke at 8, Yoda at 9, Obi at 10, Darth at 11. She's not in there. Here's another one. This comes from Joe Blow, a poll of 5,000 people from May 2020. Uh, number one is Darth Vader, Han Solo, Obi-Wan, Luke, Ahsoka. Number four. Yeah, Boba, I like Ahsoka. Five. Uh, and so where is Ray? Where is Ray? Oh boy, I can't find her. Uh, Ro- oh, Ro- uh, she's at point uh, taken. Two uh, percent for Ray. Rose Tico got just under a percent. Uh, here's another one from you. A poll from YouGov. This is. <laughs> this, you tell me to stop. This is 2019. Uh, Darth Vader's number one. Palpatine number two. Maul. All oh, these are villains. Um, in terms of. Um, uh, and our um, protagonist Han Solo, Luke, Obi, Yoda, Leia, Ray at five percent. Followed just just one point beating R two D two the robot. Um, and I got my final one. And I IGN poll from twenty twenty. 
Uh, this is Darth Vader number one. Raise that on the list. So, <laughs> point made. Point made. I you <laughs> okay. I, I, I I see what you did. Yes, that makes sense. The uh, just again, I I agree with you that she's you know not popular, but the I'll, I will play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to bring back these old characters, you know, essentially no, after yeah. this. But so obviously she's the one that keeps coming up at, for the sequel trilogy. So in that regard, I can see why you know they would bank on her no um, no 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 <laughs> okay she's not, she's not popular the series took a, a nosedive nobody wants this film did it though money wise it okay the movie made a billion dollars but yeah. it is a billion less than, than the first movie <laughs> i mean everybody went to go see it's star wars right i mean it's very rare for a star wars movie to, i mean the rogue one made a billion dollars yeah and no one knew anything uh, I think uh, people went to see the, the conclusion of the trilogy. They don't like these characters, and if you if you walked out of that movie f- feeling good, then you were in the really. I mean, not say you're in the minority, but if you thought that was the, a really great movie and you couldn't wait to, for the continuation of the story, I would say you're in the minority. You like Star Wars and you like it, but you don't like Ray. You you don't. Who yeah. loves Ray? I, Look, I, even the parks have this problem where they made everything sequel trilogy themed. People don't like it. When the when the when the cosplay when the Disney cosplay people come out, the crowds follow R two D two, three PO, and Vader. No one cares what the girl dressed as Ray comes out. They don't want a picture with her. They want to get one with 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 Chewie or something. Do you want to get a picture with Chewie? I do. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't want to get one with Ray <laughs> <laughs> or Kylo. People uh, like Kylo more than Ray. Yeah. I I um no I I I agree with you yeah Kylo yeah exactly I mean it's uh, um I mean you you got the cost you got the mask you got the yeah. dark you know it's uh, yeah I I agree and and even you know just star quality like Adam Driver I think is a better actor than Daisy Daisy Ridley like hundred percent I mean what is she know. what is Daisy Ridley I think she was in the Orient Express movie other than that and it's a, it's a Mark Hamill situation let's you know let's be real about. The acting ability of Mark Hamill. Right. Yeah. Let's be, let's be real, folks. He's a great guy. Funny. Great interview. You know. But let, let's be let's be real on his acting. But but yeah. I mean, I I agree. It'll be interesting. I mean, it is Star Wars. It's gonna make money. But at the same time, yeah. I, I don't think it's um the best idea and the best use of this property. Here's the other problem. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm sorry about the name, but Charmin Obed Chinoy. Yep. Her. Okay, you have zero. You've you've not directed a feature film at this level, ever before. Right. I don't think that's the best <laughs> choice. I mean, yeah. oh We're talking yeah. about James Mangold versus someone who has directed two episodes of Marvel. And look, these shows, and for all the praise people get for directing the you know the Mandalorian and uh, all the the Marvel shows. You know these directors aren't doing; they're doing stuff, but they can only change so much. They're they're in a they're in a system that has been already determined by the showrunner. They can't change the way the looks are. They can't they they can't change the way the camera is really all that much. They just, it, kind of, they just you're making sure people hit their marks. Uh, I, I think this is a terrible choice for a director. Yeah. I, I I can see why. I mean, my my whole thing. I mean, I've said it on the show before and all that. Like again, if it's a female driven movie, it doesn't have to be directed by a female. I, I'm I'm fine with you know it, but um, you know, I'll take whatever flack I get. Whatever. Um, it, 
pick the best choice. Like I, I understand giving people opportunities, people, minority people and, and women and all this, but at the same time, like it doesn't seem let's just make good movie. <laughs> like you're that's, too- that's what people want really is just give me a good movie. Yeah. It's $200 million. Yeah. Yeah. On, on an unproven director. Right. I, it, maybe she's going to knock it out of the park. Fine. But, Betting odds, it looks it, it doesn't look smart yeah. to me. Now, the I, one thing I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that so you can tell where I, where I'm landing on that. <laughs> Did I make um, everything weird by saying what I said? <laughs> no, you made it. I, I think you made a good point. I mean, I mean, I mean again, I, I I understand. You know, it's it's you know something where you know it is. It, I can see it being an issue. You know, obviously, you know, it seems to be a male driven industry. All that, like, I get it. Like. All you know, I get that whole thing. I don't know, Catherine. But Bigelow, it's just I don't. Know, I'm just throwing right. a name out there. I don't. I, you know. Yeah. Not Patty Jenkins because that that seems to have died now. <laughs> <laughs> well, she she that's another example of this. Uh, every movie getting shut down. Her movie got shut down for Star yeah. for Star Wars. Like, geez, yeah, everything. She was going to do the Rogue Squadron, but then she made Wonder Woman '84, and then everyone wanted to kill. And then her. they're like, <laughs> so I, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, but my point is. <laughs> Maybe, maybe maybe this director is great, and uh, you know, I don't know, but yeah, you got. I yeah. think you need to. I but, I think you need to put it. Star Wars is not like for fun. It only was that way in the beginning. This is serious. It's not for fun, well, right? It's, it's, it's not for. Well, I don't know. I don't put that. Away. I don't know. George Lucas was a. He was making a lot of really cool stuff, and he had this idea. And then he, the people around him made it made it made it better than he could have ever imagined. You know the the you, you look back to those to Star Wars and, and Empire. Yeah, the kids love them, but wow, I don't even know if kids now could handle how adult those movies were. I know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. I. Well, I guess that's why. I uh, back to the Dave Filoni thing. Like he worked directly with Lucas on Clone yeah, I think Wars, he's earned, like, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, definitely. But he's never, but yeah, never made I mean, a feature film before. But I, I think he's earned it. I don't agree with yeah having another Ray movie and an, uh, it, it, the my main issue with it is yeah uh, it being again the Skywalker saga and it's just like nobody well, wants. Just, it. Come on, let's let's do something <laughs> nobody else. Wants it. Let's do something else. Yeah, um, one piece of trivia in there. Last thing on this. Someone did the math on this. This movie's going to take fifteen years after to take place fifteen years after Rise of Skywalker, uh, which I think will make Ray something like thirty-five or something. Uh, but more interesting than that, which gets into the rumor I mentioned a few episodes ago, Grogu will be ninety-one according to this math. Oh, Apparently, oh yeah, because isn't he supposed to be in this movie too? Well, that was I don't know about not this announcement. The rumor. Which maybe is gaining some traction was was going to be Ray, Grogu, Chewie, and R two. Now, Grogu will be nearly a hundred years old, and I believe that's about the time Yoda maybe started training. Will Will he be talking then? Yeah, it'll be like it'll be like it'll be like fuck you. Those are his words. Oh, <laughs> uh, you never know. You never know. So um, do you, does that? So does your heart? When I mentioned that rumor to you a couple episodes ago, you were not thrilled about it. Is your was your heart warmed to that? Uh, no, that's <laughs> no, still. It but it, it well, it's it, it. I'm it's 
realistic now though which it's is real. weird because they announced this ray movie so it's like it's realistic that this will happen oh, um God. so yeah um we'll, we'll see we'll see what's happening oh the other uh, one last sorry i keep saying one last thing they've not released a timeline have you seen yep, this yep this is interesting because now they have this thing kind of laid out um i guess my question is i just hope we're not trying to satisfy the timeline then we are just trying to, you know, tell good stories. Yeah. Dawn like, of the Jedi, the Old Republic, the High Republic, Fall of the Jedi, High, uh, or Reign of the Empire, Age of Rebellion, the New Republic, the Rise of the First Order, and New Jedi Order. Yeah. I so assume I, New Jedi Order is where the Ray movie is. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess my just, the thing I don't kind of like is we separate these things into buckets. Yeah. Right, and then we're like, since we can't contradict the movies, now we like we we fill in the bucket, whatever bucket we choose. I kind of don't it, that that feels like the approach, which I don't like. It, it just feels less organic. Um, is am I wrong there in feeling that, or because like now we're in this the Filoni verse, right? Between yeah, I mean yeah, I, I so what you 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 don't like that they put out a timeline? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. It's like, a, it, well, now we I, have to I, we have to call these stories this thing. When yeah, it's like, when yeah. We first it kind got of Star Wars. We, yeah. we we didn't know what the fuck we were watching. <laughs> it was just that's what made it so awesome because right. we get little hints of little things, and even and those little hints built up things into our mind. Now right. it's like, well, uh, this actually takes place in the blah blah blah. You know, I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, it confines it. Where in like yeah. kind of yeah boxes it in, like we've been saying. You know, it and it just yeah it 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 gives you. I don't know. Yeah, it does. It doesn't give you free reign to do what you want with it. You have yeah, to oh, no nope, stay in this box. Uh, like yeah, yes. Because yeah. like so like the Mango movie. I don't. What's the one that right after that period is it the High Republic? Uh, high rep. Uh, no, it's a Dawn of the Jedi, the Old Republic, then old the Republic. High Republic. So it'd be like, wow, well, a James Mangold movie. How is that playing into the Old Republic stories <laughs> that we're planning on telling? So like that—that's what I don't like. If that yeah. limits Mangold in any way, shape, or form, because they have some future Old Republic thing that is locked in, right? Then fuck that. You know, that's what yeah. I. Yeah, that makes sense. No, I get it. I get it. Tell nine movies. If Mangold movie is a hit. Make make nine movies from that. I don't care, right. and I don't care what it what it does to anything else. Just make them good. Well, we'll we'll see if any of these movies get made. Like I said, <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. We'll see if any of these movies get made. Uh, I'm kind of with you there. I think they will, you know. But who knows? Who knows at this point? If Kathy Kennedy is done, then but yeah. But she's been fired for she's been fired for the last ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking day, Kathleen Kennedy's out. Oh man, no, she's gonna um, she's gonna stay there just to piss everyone. <laughs> piss everyone. Yeah, she's like, I'm not going anywhere. No, I'll go on my own t- on my own terms. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, how you, how you liking the Mandalorian? What it's what I think of Mandalorian? Uh, wow. Um, so we the first two episodes, <clears throat> first two episodes we talked about. I think I had come to peace with what the show is. Um, in terms of it being, you know, that kind of pulpy, episodic kind of a thing. And I was okay with it. You know, it doesn't have to be the best quality, but we were both complaining that we weren't getting enough of right. what the show was. I had also mentioned that we had, it seemed like we were moving far away from that space western, you know, man rolls into town, 
with a gun, fixes a problem, moves on to the next town. We're way past that now. That's <laughs> season yeah. one is a distant memory <laughs> of whatever that we thought that. Yeah, you watch the. Might- yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. What we thought the show would be. Yeah. yeah. If you watch the first episode now and then watch the latest episode, you'd be like, is this the same show? Is this like, is he just wearing the same, co- the, the same costume, but he's a different character now? Right. Um, that kind of yeah. like man with no name thing. And it just feels, and I had said, it feels like Pedro Pascal is getting more disconnected from the show. And now that feels like that. Your journey is complete. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, it seemed like, yeah, season. I mean, because, yeah, I mean, the whole him saying goodbye to Grogu, like, was a great, um, you know, when Luke took him, like, was a great, like, kind of send off and, like, would have been a great finale for Din Djarin. He learned his, I'm not, I'm not saying I wanted the show to end then, but, like, you know, Narrative, he learned right? more about himself. Like, it, it, great character development and now it seems like he's a side character in this show <laughs> to be honest there. yeah and i don't want to go over the whole helmet thing but it almost makes sense because this jackass won't take off his helmet because of a stupid reason maybe because of contractual reasons with pedro pascal he's now just a voice actor it makes yes. sense because it doesn't work with a guy you can't see his face so we say okay we have these other characters who can show their face namely say bo katan she's basically the lead now yeah, yeah, she is, and you know, which I'm, I, I, I'm, not that I hated her before or anything or disliked her really. I just was, was just meh to me. Bo-Katan was, but I'm, I'm liking her more and more. Yeah, she I works. will say she's that good. Katie Sackoff, she's great. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm enjoying it, but uh, but yeah, I, I just I'm a little disappointed that the Mandalorian Din Djarin is a side character at this point. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we talked about the first two episodes in our first review of this season. Um, but yeah, we got three, four, five, six uh, th- episodes, three, four, five, and six. Yeah. Um, it, it, episode three was interesting because it, it basically had nothing to do with Mandalorian. They put a couple scenes here and there, but it was all about Doctor Pershing, the guy who was like. Kind Kind of helping, um, uh, what's the dude's name? Uh, uh, Mandalorian is a very complicated profession. <laughs> Hans, not Hans Gruber. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what's his name? Uh, the uh, Doctor Pershing was like working for the client. I think he was called in the first oh, season. Uh, w- w- is it Werner? Werner yes, that guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, what, what what was this episode with Doctor Pershing? Like this whoa. was like Andor light or diet Andor for forty minutes. It, 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 it came out of nowhere. It switched gears and then went to that style of storytelling. But it made it just was so jarring. Yeah, yeah. and I felt like the the act. So here's a big problem with these last few episodes, with the exception of Bo-Katan, with the exception of really the characters that we've kind of known up to this point. Everyone else that comes in new, they don't feel like they're real. They, yeah, they, they don't. They seem too modern and out of place. All of them, I feel like, um, and the, even the Persian character, he makes this big speech in front of the Senate. He feel it to me. It feels like he's. It feels like almost like a TED talk or like a speech you would see today. It didn't feel like yeah. it was in a in a galaxy far, far away, a long, long time ago, kind of a thing. It, it really, 
I don't know. It just was very jarring. Um, and then we get to the, what is it like the amnesty program? And then he meets the girl who was there with, uh, the Giancarlo Zito care. I, I don't know. Moff Gideon. Yeah. Gideon. Now she, this is not a good actress. <laughs> so, yeah. Now I was torn between, is she, is she, is she playing him? Is she being genuine and just playing it bad? Or is she so over the top? It's so obvious bad. <laughs> both both and both didn't neither possibly yeah neither worked. <laughs> worked yeah but like you said it was definitely jarring i mean it was but i assume it's gonna lead somewhere like you know i i assume moff gideon's gonna show up you know and you know she's kind of still working for him i yeah. mean that's i mean Clearly. that's what the obvious but, thing so, but, okay fine I got I got problems though. So because we're we're, <laughs> we're <laughs> but so what it, he's like I I must do my research. I must I I have to. Okay, why? Uh, right. Because I told my research, mom I would. Right, but you know your research only led to, to led to bad things. Why do they want to kill him rather than kidnap him to what they had before? Like why set him up? Right. Yeah. 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 But like it wasn't like he was going to give information of what they were doing like yeah like yeah what was he doing that was so bad that they needed to yeah set him up and well, put him out of commission yeah rather than use him i don't yeah what yeah that didn't make sense either uh maybe they thought at this point he would try to sabotage it or something you know he wouldn't fully be there but even so it's like why go through all the trouble of silencing him right. i don't know it was very yeah. drawn out now the one thing that they are showing that i don't like <laughs> Is is <laughs> another thing that Dave doesn't like. <laughs> is the new? They're basically draw what the what they're really trying to show, and they're backfilling um, the sequel trilogy, which is which we had zero explanation for when we got into the sequel trilogy, which is why the New Republic failed. Right. This made you. Yeah. You, you get into this movie. You used to watch the Return of the Jedi. You get into the sequel trilogy. What we're just we're not we're just back to where we started. We we killed Palpatine. We should be okay, right? No, uh, we've got that, <laughs> we've got Hux and doing his yep. thing. So this kind of shows the the I guess bureaucratic evil of the New Republic. Um, they're just faceless jerks, and they like Tim Tim. They're not faceless. Tim Meadows was one of them. Tim Meadows, yeah. <laughs> but like he goes into that what the whatever that brain scrambler machine is, and no one will talk to him. It doesn't seem any really. I guess what they're trying to show is that after they defeated the Empire, they had a really hard time of changing yeah, like, course, and they ended up just kind of being the same bad guys that came before them. I, I guess is what they're trying to portray. Yeah, I mean, and so yeah, they're saying just. Once evil rises, it'll just start rising again. I don't know. Um, type of thing. <laughs> but maybe don't. they'll show that Palpatine is is pulling the strings again. And... The string puller. I love the string puller story. That's the, yeah. That's, that's the tops for me. But yeah, that that episode was definitely jarring. And then yeah, we, they get into in the next episode of them getting to where the armor is, like they're uh, holed up in that other planet and. You know, because Din Djarin's basically trying to get back into the creed and, you know, get, uh, yeah, you know, basically say I bathed in the waters, like, uh, let me prove myself to you, all this. And that's when you get the whole 
kid getting kidnapped by the or not kidnapped but <laughs> attacked by that uh big creature that uh flies in what'd you think of this episode well we got another monster of the week kind of a thing uh, not yep. so bad um yeah this was the yeah type of episode where it was yeah just kind of I mean, you get some some more information about Grogu, which was cool, but uh, we also yeah, get to it was... see him do his uh, Mandalorian. He did the one on one with the other kid, right? With the, uh, the paint, oh right, the, the yeah, balls and all that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, he did the jump thingy, and then he got him. It's okay, I guess. <laughs> jump thingy yeah i mean they're 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 really milking grogu man they're really milking baby yoda aren't they (laughs) it's you know it's fine it's a fun thing to watch every week (laughs) but yeah it's it's like yeah uh, where where are they going with this type of thing um and and it's getting more it's getting more cheesy i feel too it's getting cheesier yeah Yeah. and the production quality seems to be going down yeah a bit yeah and now now just to throw this out there apparently the viewership is way off this season really uh, like i didn't know that 30 40 percent it's like something huge i think part of that is the is the long um between season two and season three um but I, but it also is kind of the thing we mentioned just a few minutes ago which is this this isn't quite the, the show we thought it was going to be yeah or that yeah it was. I'm, I'm not i'm yeah i'm not like again yeah din Djarin was a badass like the first season like and just didn't care and just uh, you know you want to see him grow and things which he did with grogu but yeah it's it's like you don't see any like again it's not the mandalorian it's yeah. the other characters it should be called the maybe the other best characters. episode the what episode was it with the great dragon is that season two with timothy oliphant uh, I was gonna say, wasn't that Boba Fett? But no, you're right. It was, yeah, it was season two. Yep, yep. That may be the best Mandalorian episode so far. Mm, yeah, I I really liked the. I remember raving about the one where uh, the, all the Mandalorians came up and saved him on that one planet, oh, the yeah, Carl yeah. Weathers planet, like in the first season. Um, I remember really yeah, liking that. Was, that. that was great. But um, until we learn more about them. And then it got yeah, and then it, it, it just kind of gets it kind of gets lame. Uh, they're not real but, people again. They're not right. They're not actually They're not characters. They are just things that are with with like colors. Yeah, <laughs> that's all they are. But the big thing in this episode, episode four, the Foundling, or chapter twenty in the whole series, the Foundling was the flashback with Grogu. You you see the Jedi who saved him, Kelleran Beck, who of course uh, was played by Ahmed Best, uh, who played Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. So he got some redemption, I guess. Uh, he's the one who saved Baby Yoda. Uh, so yeah, we got to see a little bit more of order 66 and how grogu uh escaped all yeah. that so but yeah it just goes to show that there's other you know how other jedi did survive you know it wasn't just obi-wan and yoda left it was you know luke which kind of uh puts a little uh, i was gonna say well yeah again it contradicts itself because again yoda said when i die the last of the jedi you'll be but maybe maybe 
because Luke actually went through training. But no, those did. Actually, they did too. Anyway, I'm just talking myself out of every yeah. reasoning I'm having. <laughs> yeah, I don't, but I don't know. yeah, <laughs> you're just like, ah, well, I don't get I into, mean, I don't get into the lore well, and I think about that stuff. I just another. get angry. There is another. Yeah, there is another. Oh yeah. Oh wait. There. Yeah, there is another. Which is yeah, Leia. So as but, long as someone's there. Oh, but that could be Ahsoka too. They, yeah. I, I, I remember nerds saying that. After. <laughs> of course. Yeah. That's that's what he could have meant. <laughs> what but, did you think of this this uh, the sequence? The sequence of what? Well, the Grogu getting rescued. It was it was cool. I didn't have. I thought it was cool too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Liked it. it was cool it was... seeing Coruscant again and you know him driving through Coruscant and all that like yeah I, I yeah I thought it was fun um I yeah was... I, I like well, going that... back to that yeah yeah, yeah. now so. as far as I'm at best I don't care because yeah I mean I guess he got a lot of hate it's fine yeah but you know Jar Jar sucks so it's like <laughs> but it's it's not wasn't necessarily his his... yeah exactly so it's like you, you, the man the act you know the the person behind it you know it's cool that yeah. he he got to you know kind of get redemption in a way but did know, he so. I'm sorry but did he have that wasn't his voice right no it was oh it was Jar Jar did... you mean I'm mean, at best did the Misa yeah he. <laughs> He did oh. the Misa. Well, yeah, then, he, then he gets part of the blame then. <laughs> <laughs> I was, was feeling better. Was, it's like he told me that. I thought he was just the guy wearing the, the thing over his head. Or... <laughs> no, yeah, it was yeah. it was his voice too. But yeah. still. I mean, I I mean, this, well, hey, hey, George Lucas said, yep, yep, that's good. Yep. <laughs> good job. Oh, the kids Let's are going to love <laughs> <laughs> They're going to love it. It all centers around Jar Jar. Uh, <laughs> oh, I guess. the the um so yeah i mean that, that you know it was nice to well, see because you know there was a lot of a lot of fan theories and well who's yeah. the one to rescue i'm glad that i actually think this was a good way to do it and to bring yeah. him in because he was really good in those scenes i'm at best yeah yeah i, I mean, thought he was great i really was did. a believable yeah. jedi and all that so yeah i i enjoyed it, it. yeah it, i thought yeah, that was it, cool it didn't just feel like it was like they threw him a bone um he right. knocked it out of the park so yeah. good for him mm. on that. That is a redemption. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Going back to what you said, I, I was a little confused on your the point you made about uh, when Yoda said, you know, well, there might be another or the end of it. Yeah. Who are all these? <laughs> yeah. They're <laughs> all these Jedi. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, Ahsoka. I really and, get what yeah. you meant, but yeah, I, we're just gonna. No, yeah. Because he he said when he's on his deathbed, he says, "When when gone am I, the last of the Jedi you will be." What a liar. Luke. Yeah, what a little liar, <laughs> <laughs> little green little liar. Yeah. So yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. This Man, like you were so confused. I will make the creators will oppose or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the this episode, yeah, again the, the adventure with the saving the kid from the you know the it, it's called a raptor apparently. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's fun fun great. fun it's... little adventure, whatever. Not okay, not great. Not great. Um, no, it's enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. They, no, and well, it basically what it does is it gets uh, Bo-Katan and the good graces of the clan because they weren't. Yeah. Because she comes in, and I think, uh, well, I did the waters, too, and you, so you got to accept me, and they're like, oh, she's a, she's, she's, she's take the helmet off, and uh, she's from the old people, and she don't believe in the creed. Uh, uh, but then she goes, and she saves the kids. So it's like, this is the way now. Yep. And, and she, <laughs> this is the way now. <laughs> the uh, Well, yeah, and then she, yeah, 
Bo-Katan actually tells her about the mythosaur and how yeah, yeah that's right yeah I, I, I saw it um and then uh yeah they kind yeah, of is bring... that real yeah what it, is it no is are it... you asking me yeah yeah in like in reality did she's so I, this is the part I don't I don't get it. I still don't understand what the Mandalorians believe in, uh, in terms of I could just wear the helmet and we why well, don't we fight well I mean it, but it, like, it's so, is the mythosaur, did she, is what she saw real or was it manifested in her head? She saw a real mythosaur in the water? I mean, I don't think it's that deep. I think she saw it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, let's let's be honest. Kids are watching this like, you know. Why can't it, it be deep though? Why, like, why can't it be a thing? It, it, it's, it's just not. It's not. It, 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 and it wouldn't make sense to me. Like, like I, I, I want it to be deep too, but... Uh, I, it wouldn't make sense that they would show that and everything like oh and then it ended up being oh it was just in Bo-Katan's mind like I no don't know, but that's... there's things is there are things like I don't know some people say they saw Christ I don't know I don't this uh, yeah I don't know nah, if yeah, or not but like yeah like I don't understand what the religion is if, or is it not a religion I don't know well, what it, I don't know what there's it is. different the, the, there's the Dinjarin creed he's a part of which is that kind of religion and you know when Bo-Katan first showed up last season like it they basically said like your creed is like old-fashioned or you know that kind of thing she's like, making fun of it basically yeah like the whole helmet thing yeah but I, I yeah I don't know if the original Mandalorians were that way I have no idea I, I there was probably a time when I would have been interested in knowing but uh, <laughs> it's called a it's called a, myth, a mythosaur <laughs> yeah it implies that it's a myth. Oh, sore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get through these yeah, okay, next couple episodes. Funny. The Pirate was the next episode uh, where they basically, uh, Carl Weathers needs help. And uh, they they send, uh, he, he recruits Din Djarin again to, to help him because yeah. so this it, pirate, the, the guy with seaweed. the seaweed. As you predicted uh, the, from our previous episode, whatever happened was... Episode one or two, uh, when Din escapes, uh, this is going to be trouble ahead. I think you said, and yeah, yeah. They yeah I mean, it was obvious that he was yeah. going to show up again. They bring the pirate ship back. To, I guess they just start blowing shit up, and it's so hilarious. I mean, the aesthetics. This is just like a seventeenth, eighteenth, seventeenth century pirate ship. I mean, the guy on the deck, he's like an old scallywag. He's got the- <laughs> right, yeah. Like what? <laughs> what what, what universe is this? Like what is happening? Uh, the but at the same time, it's like you, yeah, you tease him at the beginning of the season, but then you kill him the the next episode he's in like it seems like like i was kind of getting into him i was like kind of like i was like all right cool all right let's see what 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 goes on with this but no let's just kill him off now yeah. <laughs> like he, he he's gone he's no longer a threat uh Din um, is maybe not the best fighter in the world because that appears to be bogatan in terms of physical combat but he's probably yep. the best pilot in the galaxy 
I yeah. mean, he wrecks every. <laughs> he kills like ten ships an episode. Yeah, he's yeah he's he's a great pilot. I'll give him that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, Din Djarin has nothing to do in any of these episodes. Like again, it's all about everyone else. Like uh, I, I don't know. That's 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 one thing that's rubbing me the wrong way uh, with this whole thing. Um, but yeah, but essentially they save the. I mean, the whole episode is yeah them just kind of saving Carl Weathers' planet from these pirates who basically. Because Carl Weathers killed his men, so now nah, I'm gonna I'm overtake. <laughs> but so is that whole planet just one city? Like I was thinking, like so that seems just, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> I guess that's Star Wars in a nutshell. So it's like one one little area of a planet. There's but probably it's other places. The whole planet. Yeah, that's probably the most <laughs> where most people are. Yeah, uh, but yeah, essentially they save the day and and. The the whole thing is Bo-Katan can take off her helmet, the armor says, because she's kind of part of both, you know, and she can reunite all Mandalorians and, and you know, essentially take down whatever they're trying to take down. I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to accomplish at this point. Just getting back Mandalore or something. Yeah, that seems to be the know. thing. And then the armor is like, well, if you can, because we, we know Bo-Katan lost her, her fleet. So if you... You can take your you can take your helmet off and be sort of the bridge between those Mandalorians and us in the Creed. Yeah, so to bring right. them into our fold, basically to bring them back. Yeah, so they're not in exile essentially, and you know have to be in be in hiding. Which I don't know why they have to be in hiding. Like, is there certain people after the Mandalorians? Like, yeah, it's kind of weird because, like, as far as we know, when they when when Din gets to Mandalore and just there's no one there and it's there's nothing wrong with the air so it's like what's the, why don't they just go you don't even have to retake <laughs> it you just go right yeah there's nothing to just, take take it from just leave yeah just yeah just <laughs> just go what are you, what are you uh, gonna do i guess they were afraid it was radioactive or something i don't know i uh, don't know what do you think of tim meadows in this episode I thought Tim Meadows was in the. Uh, oh, he. Uh, I think episode five. I got it here. Okay, you you're probably right. I for some reason I I thought he was in the Doctor Pershing episode, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, because this wasn't. is where uh, the X-wing pilot that we met. Uh, in That's right. One. Yeah. So well, sorry, I folks. I I thought he was in the in the other episode, but flies, you're right. Yep. I guess he flies to Coruscant or somewhere. I don't know where he flies to where wherever the. Well, I mean to. I, I thought he was fine in the episode, but yeah, I mean, it's starting to get a little jarring, especially with the next episode. There's a certain person that shows up. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's like, oh, this is the gotta, celebrity yeah. of the week. You're doing comedy type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, but yeah. Tim Meadows was fine. Like it wasn't, you know, it was whatever, you know. I was it waiting didn't... for him to drop an F-bomb. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days we'll get an F bomb in Star Wars, maybe. Also, um, we get the uh, the Kane character again, who seems to be popping up everywhere. Uh, she was in this. In the, which one is she? The um, Moff Gideon person. Oh, okay, yeah, she yeah. Shows yeah. up in the op- when when the X Wing guy right. shows yep. up. He, she's like, "Oh, hey, what's going on? I I, yep. I, I love oh. the New Republic." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, let me swage you this, or you know, persuade like, you to do this. Oh man, I like you're so obvious. <laughs> well, how does yeah, not anyone else see how bad you are? <laughs> exactly. Well, and then that leads to basically, yeah, that X Wing pilot finding this wreckage of Moff Gideon's prison transport, yeah. and you know, essentially saying, "Oh, it was, it, it, he escaped." and it looks I like I kind of like that. 
there was Beskar, Alloy, and Mandalorians broke out uh, Gideon. So, uh, yeah, my thing is, do you think it was uh, they're setting up the Mandalorians, or if or do you think it was that? Uh, I think it's axe woves, especially in the next episode. I tend to think since since Beskar is so hard to come by, um, I tend to think they were hired for that job to break him out. That makes sense. Yeah, I yeah I agree with you. Um, yeah, because in after actually after the next episode, Guns for Hire, there's only two episodes left this season. So yeah, I mean I could yeah. I could see that where, yeah, Bo-Katan t- took over the clan and now, but then finds out, oh, they're, they might yeah. be working with Moff Gideon. Uh, but yeah, I or, thought that was a cool little they, scene at the end. They're not loyal. I think they just do whatever. They yeah, pleasure. that's true too. Yeah. Yeah. Again, guns for hire is this next episode, mm-hmm. um, which again, I was alluding to a, a, a celebrity. Uh, what'd you, what'd you think of Jack Black in this episode? <laughs> Weird. Yeah, it was, it was a little jarring. Okay, little let's, place. Just say, let's just say very the cheesy. Lizzo. Let's just say Lizzo. <laughs> Who is Lizzo? Lizzo? Who is Lizzo? She plays the flute. Really? And I've seen I've seen her ass in the thong about a hundred times. <laughs> okay, interesting. You don't know Lizzo? I don't. I have no idea who that is. Okay. I mean, I I she's, do now because she's a she musician, was in... a rapper. Uh, she wears very revealing clothing. I'm surprised, you, dude. You are so. What are you like, an old man? You don't know. The pop I know. Culture? I'm. I, she I've wears been very under a rock. She's very boz- body positive. Okay. Put it that way. You go, girl. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> what does it say here? It's so. It's just so bad. This is like a B movie. Yeah, I this was but yeah. Proud of it, but this was a weird episode. B movie, but I'm shoving it in your face, and I'm proud that I'm a B movie. Yeah, and I don't care because, hey, I'm doing it. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what this is. I don't. I don't. I don't either. It. <laughs> well, and even the beginning when that Axe Wolf shows up to that uh, I don't know what they're called, not Mon Calamari, but the other ones, and it's like a princess or something oh where the uh where the mandalorians are like tracking them down as bonnie yeah and then calamari's in love with her or whatever and it's just like like the worst dialogue weird yeah is it this is well actually worst dialogue it was we all were kind of looking at each other when we were watching it me and my family like like when even when Din Djarin said you had me at battle droids, like when they <laughs> said that line, like I was just like, what? Like yeah, what? Why? Uh, why? why? Yeah, what? Way? Where? Where is this? And uh, uh, unrelated, uh, John, because John Favre wrote it, wrote this episode, but uh, Bryce Dallas, it. Bryce Dallas Howard uh, directed it. So, um, yeah, do know. do with that what you will. Um, I don't know what. What's happening here now? What's interesting is <laughs> what's interesting is this: uh, the story is actually kind of cool. It yeah. re- it reminded me a little bit of of kind of a classic Star Trek story, where it's like um, you end up in this unfamiliar place, and it's there's like these technological stuff, and then there's some kind of a social problem or an experiment yeah. that you're trying to like work out, which is well, this is like. 
Go ahead. Yeah, no, uh, well, no. No, I was just gonna say this is like the old serials, you know, just like this is the story of the week, you know, that yeah. this is what their mission is this week. Right. You kind of had the ideas of like, um, and it was kind of mentioned by I think the Christopher Lloyd character, this like which sh- he fit, he fit in this episode. Yeah, I, I thought feel. he was good. Yeah. Well, like the idea of like the dependence that a population has on droids. That's interesting. Let's explore that, and then they don't, or. Um, and then, like, what do, what do we do with um, these or and expanding it further? What do we do with these droids who are very helpful, but um, some of them are apparently like, wh- like, wh- what what does this mean for us to protect ourselves as human beings? Although we're kind of like we're loving the fact that these droids do a lot of a lot of the work for us. How do we do? We have to face a hard choice, but they right. don't really. It doesn't go anywhere. Like it brings the idea up, but then it just. It's not the problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, the, the, yeah, I mean, the main story point, you know, obviously is the end with Bo-Katan challenging Axe-Woves, you know, that's the main story point. But yeah, I mean, it is essentially, yeah, you go to a planet and this is the issue we have to resolve. And, the planet was cool. You know, I mean, they ended yeah. up, it's very like, lo- everything's locked down. I actually was legitimately laughing uh, at the Jack Black stuff. But not like in a like not in not even like embarrassing way. Like I I just find him hilarious. I love Jack Black. Oh, he's hilarious. But like it it doesn't fit in Star Wars. Like it's not Star yeah. Wars at all. No, you know Jack Jack Black is not. Um, I don't know what it was. He a count or a captain or something like that. Yeah, that's not Jack Black. Jack Black yeah. is kind of like the the loser who needs to f- realize his potential as the episode goes along. Like, he, right. He knows a truth that he can tell the main character like, Oh, you're looking for this part. I have this part, but it's, but the problem is um, I can't give you this part because these other people are trying to screw with me and they're wrong. And then he finds a way to like rise himself up and then become the captain. I don't know. I'm right. Just, like, yeah. I feel like I'm like vaguely describing like every Jack Black, story yeah no definitely that's where he's great that's why that's why we love jack black because he's kind of like he doesn't quite have his shit together and then he finds it as the story goes along and this one he's like i already got his shit together and he's just being absurd (laughs) (laughs) and then we have lizzo who is a terrible actress i mean she's not she's actually in fact she's very she's actually very likable um Mm. and and her interactions with grogu were kind of nice but she can't sell a line of dialogue yeah. to sell her life to save her life. Yeah. I yeah. I again this was my first uh encounter with her, so but yeah, I, I She's likable. Yeah. Uh, but well, yeah, why this, is she in my show? The whole thing yeah, this whole thing was not <laughs> why, Star Wars, but why is she here? <laughs> so it was interesting how they figured out how they were gonna get Bo Katan the, the saber. Um, you know, didn't have to be a showdown with her and the Mandalorian, like it seemed like it was going to be, they not happy with this. (laughs) It was just an easy, easy way to write it in. Like it was just like, oh, oh, actually he lost the saber during this encounter and she saved him. So no, she gets the lightsaber now. So she, she, they don't have to fight to the death for it. I, why why bother? Well, well wouldn't she have known that too, and and been like, it's mine now. Like I saved. It. Like why wouldn't they have done it already? Like, and for 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 all anyone knows, the story could be fake. Exactly that too. Like, <laughs> or just so hi- what? hire hire a thief. Yeah. Like what is? 
So I was like, no, we we need Bo-Katan and him to be friends still. So, you know, they can't be against each other. They're both protagonists. So we can't have any sort of conflict in regards to this subject. Look, this is like two steps forward, two steps back, basically since season two. Yeah. Right. You all right? So Gideon is coming back. Yeah. Uh, the the baby Yoda left and came back. The dark saber we create. I I don't know this. I I have to admit I'm a little rough on my what the uh, what the animated series. If, it's, if there's a rule about the dark saber that was addressed in those I, shows, I don't. Know. I, I don't know if they address it. I just remember her saying them saying in the Luke Skywalker episode. That, right. Like, so that's no, all I you, know. You so have to win it in battle it. or whatever. Okay, so what if I if I like if it falls out of my pocket, then we that's our loophole. I you create a you create this this tension, which is essentially pointless. Right. We just ah, but you know from the the if you've ever seen the YouTube channel pitch meeting, uh, super easy, barely any convenience. It's like, <laughs> what was the point of it? Right. Yeah. It. Yeah. All for nothing. You know. They Ryan Johnsoned it. Just you know? give it to her, because who cares? <laughs> I know. Well, I was I buying apples, and then, you know, somebody robbed me, and then Bogotan came and took it from the robber, and now it's hers. Okay. What is the that's, point? That's I, how I, that works. I don't know what... I know. I, it's it's, dumb. it's, it's just silly. a total contrivance. It's like they wrote that whole episode that we talked about when they went in, just for that point. Because they're like... Right. Well, okay, so they introduce, they introduce... Oh, this could be... Great tension. What do we do? Uh, I don't know. All right, we got to get out of this. Let's just have some weird creature uh, take Jin, Din. So he drops the saber, and then Bogotan goes and gets it. And if you remember the back to the episode, it was like back and the back and forth. We're walking through the cavern, Baby Yoda. We were talking about that, right? It's it was literally just for that point, so she can tell them he dropped it. It's logical. Yeah. I guess it all fits. <laughs> It would have been just fine, you know, because in reality, it would have been fine at the end of season two for him to just give it to her. Right. I I know. I You're telling me, dog. You're telling me. I don't know. That sucks. It's, it's silly. It is silly. You create rules and conflict that never, you yeah. just find a loophole out of it. Yeah. Just, all right, now let's just. Have him lose it, and then, and then she can. <laughs> she can He's like, it. he gonna drop it, <laughs> fall out of his pocket. <laughs> and that, oops, it's hers. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. You know, it is what it is at this point. Please you know, save. Well, we got two episodes left, and I know we're gonna talk about it. So, yeah, uh, please save the show for me because, as far as I can tell, you've literally gone nowhere. Right. Since. The end of season two. Yep. Because so. she lost her her army because of the saber with some stupid rule that no one knows or cares about. So, like, then, what has changed <laughs> from the end of season yeah. two? She could have just paid Dinjarin to say the story <laughs> about it, and like, you know, <laughs> paid him to, to, you know, hey, say this, and then I'll get the dark saber, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. In many ways, but, this has been a waste of six episodes. Waste of six episodes. But there we love Star Wars. <laughs>
We do. We really do. <laughs> as, so as confusing as, as that might sound, we do love Star Wars. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. So, yeah. That's that's our Star Wars talk. Yeah. There you have it. Uh, we'll see what the next two episodes bring. All uh, right. Well, I know this has been... Uh, well, obviously, the air segment will be set, uh, segmented out. But uh, it's been a long episode. I know, folks. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, thanks for hanging around. Um, but uh, you can find Dave at Dave underscore Quist. I'm at BC Court on Twitter, at Blockbuster Mentality on uh, Instagram, at Blockbuster Cast on Twitter, BlockbusterMentality.com. Find all our latest episodes. Bada bing, bada boom. Dave, it's been a pleasure. I love you. I love you too. All right, folks. Well, that is it for us. For Dave, I'm Ben. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys. At the Star Wars hate. <laughs>